Previously on Doisp, Serafina and friends, along with the curious centaur Xanth, had some much-needed rest in Phandalin. But what dangers await them in the vine-choked woodland manse? First gnomes tunneled into a short mountain that had become Gnomengard sometime between the Delzone Empire and the Kingdom of Illifarn. Which is to say, it was a long damn time ago. Though they got all sort of nice treasures, both mined from within and carted in from without, tomes don't mention many attacks over the centuries. One reason, among many, is all the wild magic floating around mucking things up. Any spell you weave has about equal chance to go off without a hitch, turn your skin green, or rain fiery death on everyone within a shouting distance. Makes them would-be invaders think twice when every citizen is a walking powder keg, and that's not even taken into account they're literal powder kegs. Rules is different for dragons, though, but I don't gotta tell you that. Usually when a dragon attacks your place, you pray to whatever gods are listening and you run. And, truth be told, most of them gnomes did that very thing. Plenty of them were stuck, but seems a god or two must have heard. That dragon's icy breath, a death sentence in almost every other instance, reacted with that wild magic and turned everything and everyone into ice. And no, I don't mean it froze them. I'm telling you, it turned them into ice. A bit better than dead, but still, don't sound fun to me. Now, I ain't no expert in wild magic and all that business, but I think all them gnomes that got caught might have a dang good chance of reverting back to their warm and fleshy ways if that dragon goes down once and for all. Well, if they don't melt first, that is. My name's David. We're playing Doyce. But I got some people playing with me. Usually, we've got Marisa. Who, who are you playing? I am Seraphine Teeth. And our special guest star, Continuing. And I am Eduardo, and I'm playing Xanth. Do you two remember anything that happened last time? Um, after we met the children and we, you know, did that, we went to see a shop, and Xanth saw a beautiful woman in the corner. And he had heard about her and was like, wait a second, Shay J, I think you said this woman's name. That's true. Yeah. Valina Firecrow, I think. Girl, whatever her name was, she was into it. She fell in love. Shay J and them are going to have kids someday. That's right, Shay J. But there was even bigger news. Someone from Gnome Guard. Gnome Guard. Yeah, Gnome Guard showed up. And I didn't know about this, but they said something very important to Miss Serafina Tealeaf. Yeah, the uh, dragon head attacked and theoretically destroyed Nomengard. I think maybe we pick up this like episode with the four of you kind of in Neverwinter Wood already, headed to this woodland manse. I mean, it's probably a somber tone, right? And maybe as you remember the last few days and some details here is that Delabine and um, a handful of other gnomes that you had met from before, including one of the kings, but not the other, came to Phandalin seeking refuge. And the town master, if you remember, has never left his house. You had br- briefly met his brother, Tybor. Right. Who was kind of a jerk. Yes. Much like his brother, also a jerk. But, <laughs> uh, Feeney, you actually had to convince Harbin and his brother Tybor to let these gnomish refugees stay in Phandalin in the first place. What what do you think you did to convince him? What'd you say? Oh, I know. 
I probably played a rock concert that told the victorious stories of their like ancestors and made it uh, relate to them in some way. You guys are the best rock. (laughs) What are they again? Miners. Rock miners. Oh, the, the people in Fandolin. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're just general miners, but then nothing really was there to be mined for a while. So, But basically just being like, you guys are the best. You're amazing. You're the best in the history of the world and this part of the world. Yeah. And that kind of convinced the two Wester brothers to be like, all right, fine. I guess they can stay, although they do it begrudgingly. Although, of course, they make an announcement that uh, it was their idea the whole time, naturally. Definitely make sure that, like, they all feel really good about themselves by the time this concert is over. So I feel like if there were gnomish children, because I'm sure they'd be like, women and children first. We all have to escape. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Xanth would take the time to take care of the kids, make sure they're, like, in a safe, I don't know, cabin or whatever. And he would introduce them to the five. Right. And then he'd be like, they're going to protect you. They're protect the town and like lift up the, the five kids as well and be like, look at all these gnomish children that mm-hmm. you have to protect now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that would be like his thing. Yeah. And I want to ask Xantha question too. I think for whatever reason, I'm going to give you a minute to think about this as I go sure. into another detail, but I want to ask you these voices that you hear mm-hmm. for some reason, almost as soon as the gnome showed up, I've been telling you like, they're fine. You need to go to the uh, this woodland manse, though. There's a corruption. Can you tell me what they exactly said, or what the, you know, what the motivation they're giving you? Okay. Yes. Ever since I became stronger recently, level up, guys. I'm being better. <laughs> I have left the place where they normally would be loudest, um, but the ones that I brought with me are the bravest voices if that makes Mm. sense without revealing anything. Do I know what this is called, this Woodland Manse? Is there like an old forest name for that or? Ooh, interesting. Yeah, you tell me. I think I put it in your notes that you'd already know that it used to be like an elven kind of mansion. A manse, I guess, is the same. Yeah, that really helps. So in in Sylvan, it will say uh, magical home. Yeah. You know, like magical fancy home or whatever. But just to uh, say the okay. name, it's like a 15-minute song. It's like, oh, yeah, oh God, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like, But normally things in my information, the way that they say it is usually separated. Like, she's pretty, or that mm-hmm. looks dangerous, and my horn will do something on this side, or my horn. Because for those of us that don't remember, I will clarify, they are kind of like two different types of horns, though they look like antlers. One's a little bit darker and more... I would say larger and the other one's a little bit more like um, bony, you could say. Um, And Mm. normally a little flicker, a little spark, a little shadow pool Mm. kind of, but as they start agreeing on the word, they both start like pulsing. Mm. So by the third day, the the kids, as much as I love them, have started losing focus for me. And I start like pulling sleeves. I'm like, "Uh, guys, I think they're settled. Mm -hmm. Let's get going. So I think that, how do you feel about me initiating? I'm okay with you initiating. I think that it would move it along. Yeah. So I feel like um, the one that, not that I need to convince Inverna, because she's going to go anywhere that Serena goes, but 
But now that we are slowly getting into the conversation, I want to strategize with her. So not that I'm keeping you out of it, but I would like whisper to Inverna some stuff about the woods or say, like, let's get going. Because I feel like she has more of a tactical thing about her. Mm -hmm. As we're walking, I kind of like lean into Inverna more to like talk to her about what we're doing. Yeah. Maybe in this uh, montage, the two gnome uh, wizards you had talked to, Serafina. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, God. What were they? Fibblestib and Dabbledob, I think, for their names. We're teaching you this this brand new spell called Chatter. Oh, my God. You have it, too. <laughs> <laughs> we learn things quick around here. <laughs> so, anyway, it's probably been a few days travel over here as you kind of were left with your thoughts. But you're finally there at the Woodland Mance. So this is like um, an old elven building kind of just in the middle of this forest. And it's for sure overgrown and kind of a uh, rotted. There's parts of it that are obviously broken. There's like vines going through, um, you know, windows and everything. For the sake of uh, brevity, but also the kindness to the horses that we traveled with, can we mm. say that the tree is actually there and safely tie them to it? Yeah. And in fact, the map supports that. I'll reveal Yay. a little more. <laughs> right behind Perfect. you. Good. So let's see. Oh, it's, I feel like it's a, maybe right as you're coming toward this, it started raining, just like a drizzle and then like harder rain. Mm. And it's kind of foggy. And I feel like I'm going to set it an hour or so, maybe at the most before sunset. So it's like real spooky. Let's see. Well, I like it, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I want to point out that it's a two-story. It's a big stone foundation. Above the main entrance is a balcony that's uh, over. It's all overgrown with uh, vines and like surprisingly for Xanth, especially like vines that you're not really familiar with. Mm. Um, and they're like kind of thorny and kind of beautiful too. Like there's uh, some flowers on them, several different colors, but uh almost like red, painful looking thorns on them too. Interesting. There's also several pumpkin patches <laughs> with little boars. I think I, you can see them probably kind of like rooting through them and kind of eating the pumpkins like disgustingly, like yeah. lazily too. And as you kind of, the four of you, after you tie up your horses, I guess, they kind of look over and just squint at you angrily <laughs> or not angrily, but you know, uh, like, what are you doing here? In in pig face form, and then just go back to eating their pumpkins. Good to know. Up here, there's some more, and in here is where the front entrance is, with two big double doors. Right above this is the balcony, and the whole balcony is overcome or overgrown with this these uh thorny vines and such. Mm. There's several windows you could go around if you want. You can go in the front door. Who knows what's happening? Oh, this is a little man. There's an architectural term for this, but one of those circular kind of like castle looking things. Oh, okay. So not an obelisk or whatever, but like a not a tower. Yeah, I guess a, I guess a tower. Yeah, I think there's a fun name for that, but yeah, yeah. basically a tower. <laughs> Let me see what I look at with the nature. I want to see where's my nature. That's a negative one. Um, <laughs> I know nothing about these plants. Um, uh, could I make non-nature check? Seems fair, but um. Can I see uh, if the vines are like hanging over the front doors or if they're just up on that balcony area? Like, I want to get closer. Is that okay? May I make some movement? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, you can move over. Yeah, they're special. You don't have to get too close to tell they're growing up. They're all in this um, the stairs that go up to the front door and all over the balcony. There, you don't have to like cut through them, but they're just growing everywhere. As I approach, do the um, almost call them warthogs? Do the boars get agitated? Are they okay? They seem to mostly be ignoring you. Um, okay. I mean, maybe not ignoring you, but they have their eyes like they're watching you for sure creepily, but they are very interested in these pumpkins that they're eating. So, okay. And there's at least four I, of them. Now that I'm a little bit closer to the boars, can I see how big they are? Or are they like, cause I'm a hunter in these woods. Are these like, even if I have to make an arcana check, do they seem magically bigger? Do they seem just bigger? Yeah. Um, that'd be interesting. I, I, I feel like a, a role could be appropriate there. Nature sounded good. Okay. I rolled a nature check. For me, it's minus one. I rolled a, what did I roll? A 16. It's a 15. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. These, there are lots of boars in this forest, mm-hmm. especially here. Since that was a pretty good roll, I will tell you um, some additional stuff that, um, you know, orcs have some kind of, I don't know if it's mystical or some kind of maybe just preferential relationship with uh, boars in particular, since they have tusks too, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Although they don't care about elephants. Go figure. But and you know specifically, I think did we say that you have talked to these anchorites, the uh orcs that live in this forest? I've spoke yes. So I've spoken, and this is you know more of Xanth history. I've spoken to them, (laughs) I've traded with them. I've said, What kind of pelts do you like? Let me give you some pelts because I wanted to speak orc with them. Right. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so right. So I do speak it. I am wary of them because I know that, and I can tell that they are apex predators. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In, in, in his mind, since he was a child, he's been in this forest. They look dangerous, but they also talk to him. They also will. So he's not friends with them as much as it's like a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. That makes total sense to me. I like it. In that case, you will also um, know that they, they will keep these boars as pets occasionally. And, their kind of primary weapon, weirdly, uh, whenever they interact with you, they'll have these little, I feel almost like brass knuckles. Like they have, how do I describe this? Like uh, imagine you're holding um, some kind of rod and mm-hmm. there's two like uh, boar tusks on either side of them that come Got out. It. Yes, I can imagine and that's, that. I got that's it. like a weird, scratchy, punchy weapon that they yeah, use. For sure. And I've seen them use this, uh, what, on each other? What practicing? How have I seen them use this before? Um, you might not have ever seen them have to use it, but they will always um, have it in their hands when they deal with you. Maybe as like a precaution. Like, yeah, no, 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 you guys yeah. are going a little too uh, intense with this. Like, it's as if someone was, you know, can I? Oh, can I get some Campbell's soup? And they're just like, well, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna take my gun out. Holding a knife. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You Very strange. <laughs> I will remind you, Marissa, that you had fought one of these people a while ago. And he turned into a boar and ran away. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, good to know. Have I heard that story? No. Okay. So for me, I purposely have not taken out any of my weapons, especially when I saw the boar, because I've made a reference of like, these might be my orcish tradesmen boars. Mm. So I don't want to kill their pets or whatever. So I'm being really respectful of that. Um, I am watching out left, right. Like, please don't charge at me because I will kill you kind of <laughs> thing. 
I'm right now gauging these vines. I feel like we really need to go inside. Before I do, though, I will turn around to Inverna and then Shay J. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I'll think of uh, Shay J's sacred flame. We've been practicing signals now because right. I'm like trying to like mm-hmm. what you do. So I feel like All I right. do some weird like because he rolls his dice to like set things on fire. Mm-hmm. So I go like this. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a horse person. <laughs> like I'm like this um, for the vines. But I, I feel like we're being quiet. It's almost dusk. You said right. Mm. How do you feel? Mm. What, do you, what would you do in this situation? If these vines are in the way. Mm-hmm. I've just initiated, hey, we should set these vines on fire. Right. But obviously, he's closer to you. So Yeah, mm-hmm. I w- maybe it wasn't clear. Just in case, these vines aren't, like, blocking you. Mm-hmm. You can you can get into it, into these double doors pretty easily. Right. You can do it without, you know, touching them even if you want to. But they could be, like, a way to, if you want to, I don't know, scale the uh, <laughs> the porch area to go to the balcony if you wanted to. Although they are pretty thorny and stuff. Yeah, it would it would be rough for you to climb there in particular. But. Yeah, my but, my centaur brain's like nah, but I could scale it and then go around it, and if needed, yeah. then Xanth could bust in. You know, if there's any problems, basically. Yeah, and actually, if you um, especially if you go in the first couple steps of this area. Uh, yes. There's a word for this. I wish I knew more architecture terms. But um, this area, yeah, the porch, yeah, it's the porch. Um, if you take the first couple steps up those, you can tell that these uh, two double doors, where they probably looked very uh, fancy, like elves definitely made them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very old and weathered. And yes. if you kicked them with even one hoof, you could like just break them. Probably even oh, one wow. of these uh, stupid two-legged people could do it. Mm. <laughs> so, so as we, we start seen better days. moving forward... Xanth is actually going to take this little pathway just to double check where we are so he can get closer to the, um, uh, we said tower-ish. Mm-hmm. And he wants to look so he can see more of the tower. He Maybe he can't see inside, but he'd like to see like how high it goes. Is there an exit? Is there a window? Is there right. a blonde woman with golden hair? Like what? <laughs> he just wants yeah. to look Do you want me um, to investigate or anything? What would you like? Yeah, you, you can uh, just... Especially if you go up to this window, the first one here. Yes. Uh, that guy? Yes, we'll do that. Yeah, Making you... sure not to actually step on the pumpkin patch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I will say those those uh, vines from the pumpkin, the pumpkin patch, are pretty similar to the ones all over the house. Jesus. If that makes a difference. But when you look in there, it looks like... No, no difference. <laughs> uh, oh, this is also the, fir- the first question you asked. It's two, it's two stories, maybe a little bit above where the rest of the house goes. Right. If you peer in here pretty easily for you, I think you're probably the tallest of the four. If I stood on my hind legs. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You are. You did say you were kind of shorter too. Yeah. I, he's about five, eight, five, seven, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, not too hard though. You can look in this window. I mean, they're just shuttered windows. They're not glass or anything. So you can kind of like move them. It looks like a bunch of just destroyed stuff. Basically. It looks like the story above it, had collapsed and probably due to this bathtub, this iron bathtub that's on its oh. side in here. That's what this weird thing is. Oh, weird. I wasn't expecting a fancy bathtub. Me either. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, I guess you could, you could probably see a, it goes out this way, but mm. you can't see anything in that hallway really. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna... I'm not scared of this room, but it seems weird to me that everything's mm -hmm. kind of like messy and destroyed in such a fancy place. Mm -hmm. You know, outside, you know, it looks messy and, and all that as well. So right. he's not too surprised. Hmm. Um, so he's gonna come back. Oh, not through the patch, I promise. Hold on. <laughs> not through the pumpkin. No, that's not what he would never. <laughs> and maybe you maybe you almost step in the patch and the two boars there look at you like, what are you gonna? Do we hear a grunt? Like a no. Oh, good. Very Thank God. I'm scared. Oh, I was thinking we would. So I was like, oh geez, roll initiative right now. <laughs> I mentioned the hey, we I can get under that if we want to get inside. Do you want to climb up? And we talk about that, and then right. I leave it to Serafina to decide. So our main options are mm -hmm. going back to the house, right? The mansion. Right. So our main options are entering the mansion through the vines to get to those front doors. Right. But the vines are, I, I, we can duck it. Mm. You climbing up to the second floor using the vines, even though we don't, I can't really tell you what type of vines those are. Mm -hmm. And they look kind of dangerous. Right. But if you are capable of doing that, we can do that. Um, and then we could probably just bust through the window in this other place too, because we, so. That's true. As long as we don't, and I and I mentioned these are orc boars. Let's mm -hmm. not kill orc boars. And I look at Inverna, and she picks up orc fighter, and I like lower it. <laughs> They're not orcs. They're orc boars. Oh well, I kind of like the idea of them like sneaking in mm -hmm. just to make sure that they don't upset anybody in a weird way. Yeah, that's how that goes. So maybe option C. Can we send Inverna first? Sure. Because I feel like she'd happily climb in through the window and. I'll boost up Serafina and mm -hmm. I have to go last because, you know, it takes me longest. Oh my gosh. Hold on a second. Marisa. Not got scared. <laughs> yes. Could this be the moment you're waiting for? Oh God. What moment? I just remembered this, uh, your item that you've always wanted to use. Uh -oh, if you're, here it is. If the option is to sneak in. This, this could be a uh, time. Could this be the moment I'm waiting for? The dust of his appearance forevermore. The dust of disappearance gonna make you wanna hear it. Gonna disappear right in front of your damn face. <laughs> the dust of disappearance today. Gonna use it. Read me that description because I don't remember it. <laughs> right now? Yeah. Yeah, I will. When you use an action to throw the dust into the air, you and each creature and object within 10 feet of you become invisible for 2d4 minutes. The duration is the same for all uh, subjects. And the dust is consume, consumed, oh, when its magic takes effect. If a creature affected by the dust attacks or casts a spell, the invisibility ends for that creature. So we have to roll 2d4s and see how many minutes it's going to last. All right. I mean, when have I used the item before? <laughs> my dust of disappearance. My yeah, you only get this particular moment. Yeah, yeah you only get to use it once. So you might as well do it, right? Might as well do it. All right, so we gather around Serafina. Ooh, we have D4s. Oh my God, 
Which triangle of death do you want? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Triangle of disappearance. This one. And one more. Oh, geez. Uh, there's one here. There's one here. Oh. There's oh, I like one. that one. Yeah. I'll do this one, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, I have the other one in my hand. A three and a two. Five minutes of disappearance. Five minutes. All right. Am I ready? I feel, I feel it's pretty fun to do this in real time. Why are you like this? When my alarm goes off, you're visible. Oh. Wait, so what am I supposed to do? So once the disappearance dust happens, mm-hmm. I feel like Shay J starts talking and I like search for his face okay. and I'm like, shh, shh, like we're being quiet. So there's a centaur face on a <laughs> centaur hand on a human mm-hmm, face. Mm-hmm. And um, I push him in because Inverta was going to go first. But Shay J was talking, so I had to get him. I was like, shh. So he's now in there. I feel like Inverna's smart enough to know to step forward and Serafina is going to take her hand and we're just going to like get in there because it's five minutes and we got only so much time. Okay. As I'm like climbing, because it takes me, so I read this earlier, it takes me longer to do things, not that it's so much harder to do things. So um, I'm going to make my way to this corner and we're going to do one of those Inverna signals so if if we may, I would like Inverna, who also has dark vision, correct? Yeah. Um, to take a step forward. And if she could please look down the hallway. Is it dark? Is there light? Mm-hmm. It is actually pretty dark. Um, mm-hmm. Good to know. Good. But um, at least in this room so far, you can see um, some stuff. Now she is going to take a step forward. Um, I don't know how we t- check for traps when it comes to this kind of stuff, but what that door was just completely open, huh? Maybe you do see like old hinges, like there might have been a door there at one point in the past, but long since not there. You see some stairs up here. There's a like under the stairs. There's a little like Harry Potter closet, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, over here is another thing that maybe used to be a door, but now it's just an open kind of area. Go into another place. Down over here is, um, oh, there's a word for this. Man, I should have looked up our, our architect things. But you know when you have like almost like an open room in the middle of a house? It's one of those. You can see like if you kind of peek in there, you see like a big kind of tree that's coming up out of this middle of this big kind of stone okay. area. Oh, actually, with the five minutes, I forgot that tub was there. Can I look in it? Yeah, it's it's on its side. You can just kind of move it over and maybe it writes itself. Or actually, I won't say you push it over. That might make some right. noise. But um, if you don't want to, you don't have to. And you kind of peek in there and it just looks like an empty. There's a big crack in it now. Good. No, like, blood or lingering body parts. Got it. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Smart. Not yet. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so after that, he um, comes down and he does not like stairs. So mm. he's gonna let Inverna look up the stairs. Is it? Are they going down or up? I'm sorry, I can't. No, oh, they're going up. Yeah. Mm. And um, that little closet is like under the stairs, you know. Okay. I'm gonna head towards the closet quietly with my hooves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And um, if I may, I think Inverno would go up just to see down whatever hallway, but she's creeping. She's making sure not to, to let any of the steps go. She's taking her time. Oh, she's going up the steps? Yes, but only to the like midway point, just so she can see further. In the dark. Mm -hmm. And JJ's smart, so he's going wherever Serafina is. Right. But he's trying to talk. I feel like every five seconds he's like, Serafina, I All can't right. see. He's like, I uh, can't see you. Can you have uh, Inverna roll a uh, dexterity save? She is going to roll a dexterity save. That is what you want from Inverna. So I'm going to click on her. It is a dex save. Is that what you want? Yeah. Um, dex. Oh, I just rolled dex. I didn't roll dex save. Uh, what's her what's her um her dex is plus two her save is i don't see it on here uh, i would say i would say it's a plus two let me see yeah she might not have a dex saving bonus uh, no she just has it she just has it to a uh, constitution so you you got it right okay good i mean she she failed it but uh damn it, Great. Damn it woman. so I don't know if you could see the uh, the trap thing that just was sprung, but she what falls through the stairs. Maybe around the time when you open this closet door, you just see her tumble into this room that has uh, spikes at the end, right at the bottom. Oh, no. Oh, that way? Yeah, she takes a um, 17 points of damage. I'll mark that for you. Thank you. Thanks. Um, so... It was as I opened the closet door, I see her body falling. Yeah. <laughs> Can I reach down and pull her up? Or yeah, is it for sure. very far down? No, it's it's like right next to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's going to uh, pull her up. Um, mm -hmm. I'm assuming that made a loud noise. Did, is she visible now? Yeah. What's the condition? If she takes damage, does she turn visible? No, it's just whether or not she attacks or, or she... casts a spell. Or cast a spell, right? Yeah, so she's actually still visible until oh. my alarm goes off. So, which is uh, very soon. Yeah. <laughs> Anything sure. else? Can I do cure wounds on her, please? Sure. Um, just level one, so it's one d eight plus two plus something. Uh, five plus whatever this is. It's my wisdom. So yeah, five plus so seven points back to her, please. Nice. Oops. Um, and Inverna looks at me like it was my fault, <laughs> which I totally agree with. And I whispered oh. to her, I said, oh, damn it. We're visible. Um, that right, wasn't a whisper. It was like, we're visible. Yeah. <laughs> right as I um, am done, like, cure woundsing her, she becomes visible, and I can see how angry she is. And I look at her and I said, would you have preferred that I had taken the stairs? <laughs> like, like this is the first time I'm ever sassy with her. <laughs> like, I, either way, one of us <laughs> is going to take the stairs. Yes. <laughs> like, I, and I feel like she doesn't, she doesn't shrug me off, but she probably like gets that last minute of like healing whatever doing because it's cure mm -hmm. wounds. So I have to touch mm -hmm. her. She like, shh like shrugs mm -hmm. doesn't like push me, but she's like, Oh, somebody had to get stuck with spikes in their, their freaking <laughs> leg. Like <laughs> I think she just grumbles under her breath and just like yep. accepts your help up. 
Mm-hmm. Are you still in that um, tower room, Feeny? Oh, good question. Uh, yes, I am. Okay. When you turn visible, Shanjan, and you see this little, visible. you see this little pig appear next to you too. Yeah, I see. I see a little pig. And it's like it probably squeaks in surprise. It's like, Rawr! what's one of these boars from outside? Sorry, I was just trying to look at it. Here's my little pig friend. Oh, make make the noise it makes, Marisa. Okay. <laughs> but but so is that surprise? Here's a pig in surprise. <laughs> I hate it. It's Perfect. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah, it absolutely months. makes that noise for five minutes, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, for I think five runs- minutes. Of our yeah. invisibility. I think it tries to scramble back out of this window, but can't, and then just hides in the bathtub. Oh, he hides in the tub. How cute. So anyway, I guess you're you're visible again. Um, and we hate it. Um, what's the next plan? Um, so now that we're visible, um, Xanth kind of like shrugs his so- shoulders because like in his head, he's like, well, I mean, we were invisible for this long. So he's yeah, just and- like, um, he's not uh, going to cast Pass Without a Trace, but he thinks about it. Nothing has really triggered an alarm or any loud sound, but he would like to. Is this a door that's right next to him? There's a um, an opening here that used to be a door. What about this that he's stepping on right now? Yeah, that is... So that's that stone room, and you can go down. You can actually see, if you step over there, you can see a little more. Is it dark? This is actually the probably the brightest room. Like the sun is still kind of coming out of it. Oh Jesus! Can you see more of that? Yeah, and I hate whatever all that squiggly stuff is. Um, <laughs> That's so. Let me let me tell you some things real fast. It's a big tree. Looks like this. It's not not a pleasant looking tree. Nope. Um, in the middle, it's kind of growing out of this well in the middle. That's mm-hmm. what the squigglies are. And there's yep. like overcome with all of these vines, like the same thorny kind of vines. There might even be some pumpkins coming out of it um very halloween themed like apparently yeah over here this this i did look up and by look up i mean they told me in the adventure what it was called but um an arcade so one of these oh interesting less, less graffiti but uh yeah about the same amount of vines um that is a walkway that goes yeah. above it you know yes so like on the second story you could walk across it but now you can walk under it kind of thing okay um there's a broken door there there's regular old doors here, here, and back up here. Also, right above where this door is on the second story, like the second story still overlooks this open stone area. You can kind of hear some people up there. Kind of sounds like they might be arguing or something. And you mm. can see someone walking back and forth by that window that's open here. Okay. Xanth- maybe to like just their shadows, I guess. Yeah, of course. Xanth wants to make a perception check of some kind on the language or what they sound like because he knows he can't see them. Um, but he's willing to do that and take a few steps forward if that helps. Yeah, sure. If you take, if you go into the room, feel free to do that whenever you want. So Inverna comes over and she like pats him on the hind, which I think is like affectionate, but also she knows that she's like, and she leans in and she says, it's your turn. <laughs> so he takes the first step knowing that mm. she just took the first one. 
I love it. Yeah, so he's going to step forward until he can register the the voices well enough. Um, Avoiding the vines like a smart person would do. Right. What what you would assume. (laughs) Oh, very close to a vine. How does that sound, DM? Actually, could you... um, Go back in time? Yes. No, no, no. Uh, stay there. Um, but can you make a, I guess, a stealth roll if you're trying to be sneaky? Yes, I can make a stealth roll. Describe these vines. <laughs> yeah, please, somebody. Ah! I'm the loudest. <laughs> Hold on. It's not a good roll, but I should check anyway. It's a four plus a four. It's an eight. As terrible <laughs> as it should be for a person who has hooves. That's not well, too bad. Yeah, okay. Wheel. Yeah, you hear that arguing in the that room up here. Stop. The black dies out. We're not rolling <laughs> that black die. Nope. I, don't worry. I wouldn't worry about it. So what's what's the plan? Um, he's just trying to listen to the voices to see if he can understand the language. Do these sound like orcs? Do these sound like elves? Is someone speaking draconic? Because he can relay that information now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the other option is common. Or dwarfish. Well, okay, so you failed that stealth check. Sneak around. Yeah, stealth yeah. check. I forgot the word for stealth for a second. Um, right. That sneak around check, what is it called? Yeah, so the stealth check, you failed. So maybe you, um, so there's all these like stone tiles, you know, in this room. Maybe you yeah. stepped on one and it was like cracked and made like a the clink noise. sound, that, like kink. Yeah. Because mm. the nature of this room, it kind of echoed off the, the stone walls around Got you. Mm-hmm. And you kind of freeze for a second and then realize, oh, they stopped arguing up there. Got it. There's no more okay. sound. I feel like Inverna rolls her eyes. Mm-hmm. Unsurprisingly. But I've been taking the lead and we've been like switching off. Right. So I think she's going to uh, signal to Shanjan and uh, it's like, tell Serafina we're not going without her, like whatever that movement is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Serafina's still hanging out with the pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we, we don't want to move any further. She's not going to come with us. So she's going to, like, do that. And then Shanjan's going to relay, and now I guess they're talking? I guess, Shan- yeah, maybe we'll say Shanjan comes back and just like, uh, Serafina, uh, there's a big tree in here. What do you? What should we do? Xantha's sneaking in there. I'm not doing good, <laughs> if that helps. It turns out people with horse bottoms are not very sneaky. <laughs> so maybe Seraphine is like, well, I know people with horse bottoms aren't very sneaky, but uh, I'm thinking, what if we go around? Is there any way for us to go around? Like to the other side? Oh, probably. I see a hallway. Yeah, you can go down there for sure. Hmm. That that one is the one with the uh, broken door. I think you can kind of see on the map, like the remnants of the. Yeah, we see it. So how can no, I get to the broken door? Uh, you just, I mean, you walk, you walk down. Okay. So maybe Serafina walks down and goes through the bro- broken door into the other side, so that Xanth and Inverna are on one side and Serafina is on the other side, just to see, you know. Yeah. Um, did you see that tree, Marisa? This is kind of what it looks like. Is it's growing out yeah. of the well? Yeah, we don't want yeah. that tree. And as you kind of walk by it, which I think is what you're doing, like these little lights, you know, inside it maybe it feels like they're looking at you somehow. Right. 
yeah i think the uh the tree and the vines are just like almost like undulating like oh are they moving maybe not i can't tell mm. it's very a uh, um spooky tree but it doesn't bite you or anything do his voices whisper anything about don't touch or don't do Ooh, i love that would you like to make or can you think of any kind of a skill that would uh relate to that yeah sure i think you like could use that. that as an excuse yeah sure um i think he would do a wisdom save maybe or a wisdom check but if i look at the skills he would probably either do survival nature maybe even insight i don't think he has enough history to be able to know what this is yeah i'll let you up i think like my my normal way to do it you can pick any of those skills you want and based on how well you do and which skill it is i'll give you different information based on that sure why not let's go with insight because he's getting emotions from his friends. Hmm, so yeah, I like that. Nat 20. <laughs> oh, dang, girl. All right. And just number-wise, inside, plus, plus, so 25. Oh, incredible. Yeah, I think you can tell that this is um, some kind of corrupted tree for sure, like easily. And I think the voices are telling you absolutely without a doubt some kind of magically corrupted, evil kind of nature thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What else can I get? That was like the best role ever. Um, I was lucky. And I chose insight based off the voice, the, the Fey wanderer. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I know how I can tie us into the Fey. Maybe for a second, maybe through the voices or something, they're helping you out. Maybe your, your Fey eye, perhaps if you have one of those for a second, the uh, tree kind of disappears to this one eye. Maybe if you close your eye and you can see it and you see like a disgusting, like, vascular system throughout it the whole tree like veins and stuff that are pulsing like a heart and it goes all the way down into this uh well almost like beating like a heart and like disgusting like one part animal one part tree kind of thing oh okay so yeah then it it's the gray eye the gray eye kind of like gets uh brighter not white but like brighter um and you see like shadowy little things like trying to reach for it. So it's like, it's a, mm. it's a chaotic, like he's like, let's do that. Mm. And then you see him like swat his ear. Like he usually does. Mm. No, I don't No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. And again, this, uh, this tree hasn't moved or anything supernatural so far, but it, the way the shadows are, or maybe it is moving, but so- something is, seems like strange about it. And I will say now that now that everyone's in the room, you can hear some a quiet, almost it's like maybe a song or something weird um, coming from this room. I mean, if you could guess, you'd probably be like around here. I don't know if you can see the dark area, but like for, way in further into this room, this like rhythmic kind of song almost. Damn it, Marisa! If you want to roll, maybe a performance. Like you could get some, like you're not doing a performance, but kind of picking up this performance and you can mm-hmm. get some information about it if you want. Ooh, so many options. Not the black one. Hold on. <laughs> get the black one out of there. All right, I'm ready. Oh, no. The red one's out of commission now. It's a plus six, you said? Yeah. It's a nine. Hmm, okay. You were beautiful. <laughs> it's my fault because this is one I really wanted to. The green and then one, I was yeah. like, no, it's okay. I'm going to do something else. Do something um, sparkly. 
No, a nine's not too bad though. You can tell it's um almost like a chant. Like it, you can tell after you listen to it for a few minutes. Like, oh, this is just repeating kind of the same thing over and over is again. Is it a religious chant? Oh, if only she had done more. I rolled better. Well, what I'm saying you- is, Anjan is is a religious man. Yeah, is the chant just out of curiosity? Is it? Hot dogs, hot dogs. We love hot dogs. It very well could be. It's definitely in a language you don't recognize. Or you don't. Right. Well, so possibly. I don't know what language you know, actually. Hot dogs, hot dogs. That's a good question. Um, what languages can do you know? make a religious check based off the chanting? Oh, I suppose. <laughs> I guess if you just <laughs> want to roll skill checks all, right, all day. Oh, well, he's got paperwork. I should do the paperwork. Shay J. I feel like he's because he's standing right next to her. So I feel like he's like, also, when she starts leaning forward to listen, he like does it too. Hot dogs, hot dogs. We love hot dogs. Um, oh, nice. What did he roll? I didn't see. Uh, oh, a nine. So a 14. Jeez. Um, yeah. Than what did before, so. When Seraphine is like, I think that's chanting. Chan Jan's like, yeah, I think it's, it sounds like, um, Something similar to a like a Talos chant I remember hearing. And Talos, do we know this god? Wait, Talos? Uh, yeah. Can you jog my memory? Talos is the god that all of these half orcs have been worshiping, the uh, god of like storms. Mm. Yeah, Moesco the Heartless was a, a religious uh, follower of Talos. So we have decided that we are going to back out of this room quietly. Um, do you need me to make a stealth check? Um, no. Okay. Um, Inverna is going to follow, and Inverna is the one that actually helped us make this decision. Ah, oh, not on the stairs, Xanth. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> and Inverna was like, can we check over here first? I almost died for this hallway. Let's go. <laughs> so what does she need to roll? She's checking for traps. She refuses. Uh, <laughs> Intelligence. Yeah, I- I think investigation works for me. Well, yeah, she doesn't see any uh, traps at all, so it's fine. What she does see, though, is um, a door up here, a door down here. Probably goes to that room you were just in. Um, There's a broken kind of dining room table and some broken up chairs. Lots of these vines still, the same kind, that have like the weird flowers on them Mm -hmm. and the thorns. Um, Oh, and this fireplace, there's a mantle. And on the mantle... Clearly, are these three figures um, almost like uh, like Blair Witch type things? If you think of that, like twigs that are kind of tied together with some kind of like maybe animal gut or something, right? Um, and they look like they've been you know discolored. If you squint hard enough, it's like oh, discolored with blood. This is weird. And um, to remind you, even further back, Marisa, to the logging camp, you saw similar things to this back there mm-hmm. because we're being silent and just checking. Can we make either one group check or three separate checks? Because the way that they're looking at it is Shanjan's checking religion again and Verna's checking history to recall whatever they're mm-hmm. you're talking about. Right. And then um, he would be making an orc check, which would give him advantage on like whatever about their clan or whatever. What would you prefer? What are you trying to figure out? Like what, what the these deal is? three things are on the mantle, if it's orc related, mm. 
Um, and if it's like religious, spiritual, cause like, should we touch it? Should we not? Right. All that stuff just by vision. I, um, uh, Sam gets advantage on anything orc. So if he can make a reference or a connection to it, he will. I'll, um, skip ahead here. You don't need a role for this. Brisa, I mean, sorry, Serafina, Shanjan, and, um, Inverna, maybe all fill Xanthan. Like, oh, th- these, they had things very much like these in that logging camp and they were used to uh attract those giant bugs um, and who on eggs. I don't know if we figured out for sure, but I think it's it's safe to say that it's the these half orc anchorites of Talos. I mean I can make enough connection through my history of them. Yeah, maybe you've seen like, them use th- this kind of stuff before. Favored enemy or whatever it's called. Yeah. And cool. especially in this these woods, maybe you've seen something like this before they're used to kind of uh, attract people yes. or attract monsters, you know? Okay. Um, and actually, uh, Marisa, how does the one in the middle look like Serafina? So the, those three of them look like my three friends. Is that okay. what we're saying? Yeah. There's one so that looks like... That? Right, okay. One that looks like um, Inverna, one that looks like Shanjan, and the middle mm-hmm. one. How can you instantly tell, oh, that's me, isn't it? Maybe it's like super small. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a tiny piece of a twig, and maybe um, it has some sort of like tiny little seed. Oh, okay. Like an apple seed, and it's like attached to the twig. Does that make sense? Yeah. So Serafina knows that's supposed to be me because it's like a little seed shaped stuck to a tiny little branch. Oh, is the seed like your strong heart or something? Yes. I love it. I, the seeds are strong. <laughs> I was thinking more like, um, like how would you create some sort of musical instrument, right? But like, oh, I see. A strong heart is good too. Oh, yeah. I love that. Like the little tiny seed loot. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so, it's like right there on those yeah. tiny old stick. Yeah, I love it. So these three are very prominently displayed in this uh, mantelpiece. Now, are they covered in blood? Are there needles? Are they voodoo dolls? Yeah, what are they exactly? Are they worshipped? Are they, they burned? Look, they just look like regular twigs. You did burn the last ones you saw, although they weren't. They didn't look like you three. But they are, like I said, looks like maybe they were like dipped or kind of, I don't know, squirted with blood somehow. If they're near the fireplace and not in the fireplace, if they're like on the mantle, Zant suggests that we don't touch them. Because if they had burned and we, you know, we live in a magical world, these could be voodoo. We don't know. I mean, he's just connecting dots and like, maybe we should not touch or move anything. Mm. Um, And he is going to walk over. You said this is like a broken table. What's this object? A broken chair. A broken chair. It's just Um, random. Yeah. This is a door. It's a table. That's a window. That's a window. Um, uh, like, can I see outside of it? Yeah. Please. More pumpkins. Oh, there it is. He doesn't see anything still dealing with the inside of the house, which is where he's concerned right now. So he's going to like stay to the shadows like Batman. Very trepidatiously, he's going to go and try to find the perfect hoove pattern. <laughs> and step right here. Pattern. Sure. Hoof pattern. 
because yeah. he wants to like a backwards almost. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's like perfectly fitting where <laughs> the vines don't touch because they haven't been moving <gasps> yet. <laughs> yeah, and these these vines too are are mostly climbing up the wall or you know not physically climbing but they're climbing vines mostly. Yeah, they're probably on the ceiling too. Yeah, hate it. Um, and he would like to look at the door. Is mm-hmm. there a doorknob? Oh yeah, this is a normal kind of door. He hates this, but he looks at Inverna and says, take two. <laughs> oh no. And he's gonna open the door. He hates it, but he's gonna do it because we heard chanty voices in the other room about hot dogs. Hot dog, hot dog. <laughs> know what hot dogs are. They don't sound good. Hot so you open this, it's a it's not a overly interesting. It's looks like um an old kitchen. There's like uh pantries and stuff that have just like rotted away almost. Maybe as you go come in here, there's like a squirrel or a rat or something that sees you and just like, ah, and runs away. Oh, geez. There's a big, uh, like Hot stove. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, <laughs> so rangers build really good maps in their heads of things, but usually it's forest related. Does he have a good orientation of where he is in the house? Yeah. You would like to look at Inverna, shrug his shoulders and step inside. And there's just a, you know, kind of nature has kind of taken over this room. This door back here kind of leads outside. You can see, oh, it's too covered with vines. You couldn't see it. Or maybe you could have if you walked around, but this yeah. is kind of open to the elements too. Um, I guess you could probably see out there some more. But 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 the door is bro- busted. Is that correct? Right. He's going to step over this way. Is this door busted? No, that one is intact. Um, he hates it. Um, and Inverna's behind him and Inverna's going to say, do you want me to? <laughs> and he's going to look at her bravely and say, no, you were hurt so much, my friend. <laughs> um, so he's going to, this time, he's going to slowly like, because now the fog is starting to get, it's darker. The rain is harder now. Mm-hmm. Was there a strike of lightning? Maybe. Mm. Oh, Probably. Yeah, and he's now, before he was like, I'll do what I want. Now he's like, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not sure what this is. Yeah, this one's just a bunch of debris. It looks like uh, this might be a, st- had been a storage room, but also mm-hmm. just kind of destroyed. Okay, he's much calmer now, but with the intelligence of all all he can muster, he's going to look <laughs> back at Inverna and say, at least the door's open now. <laughs> Good point. He's like, I don't want to. So she's going to come back and relay the information quietly without crazy hooves um, making loud noises. Explain the rest of it in such good Western detailed cowboy cowgirl mm-hmm. fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, I'm sure, like five words. She's like, nothing in there. Hmm. Up there to left. And <laughs> like she's giving you the minimal. Right. This used to be something. <laughs> That, that is what she says. So what's the plan now? Um, we have regathered. We look at Serafina and we say, um, we may have to go towards the hot dog chanting. Oh, no. uh, Shan Jan is going to be ballsy because he's been been silenced by a centaur. Inferno's looking at him weird. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been able to do much. And earlier he thought he was going to sacred flame some vines. But he did it. Yeah. So now he's going to be like, I'll take the lead this time. Ooh. But but how would he say it? Say it in his voice, David. 
yeah, he maybe looks looks at everybody and just like, uh, um, <laughs> guess it's my turn. <laughs> and just goes goes over to what the door? Where are you going? Um, he's gonna he's gonna go back. He's backpedaling now, and it's dark in here. No, this was the undulating, glowy tree, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's gonna stick to this wall like glue. That wall. And he's sticking to the wall. And he's sticking to the wall. So hold and- on, where where are the rest of you while this is going on? Um, we are, I think personally, we are shocked by his ability to lead for a moment. Are we all going to follow him? No, I want to Scooby-Doo just for a second. We're going to Scooby-Doo at the door. <laughs> We're all just like looking at okay. the door. This is perfect. So yeah, everyone's kind of stacked, you know, peek, peeking <laughs> into the door here. And us, the audience goes back into this other room, the dining room. Mm-hmm. And those three uh, stick figures, literal stick figures on the mantle. Yeah. And they start kind of moving on their own right. accord. Hmm. And then they just start rapidly kind of growing. I hate that. And they kind of fall off the uh, the mantelpiece one after the other and then kind of twist into this hmm. little scary creatures. Like this. Ah! Okay. And then they... um kind of put up their little what passes for a face you know and as if they're like sniffing the air and they all look at each each other and look over this doorway and kind of just from our angle from the audience just kind of rush out of this doorway over to where you three are at the po- at this point Marisa do you want to play us out as these twig monsters are about to bite you yeah <laughs> she said it. <laughs> I'm scared. Wood oh, spiky no. things. Yeah. They're coming for you. They're coming for you. Wood spiky things. They're coming for you. <laughs> like when you get them in your socks and they hurt your little toes. Little spiky things. Who knows where they goes? <laughs> They're very rude. They're not your friend. They don't like you. They don't like you. It's too bad that they can't be your friends. But guess what? They don't like you. They don't like you. <laughs> They're little spiky things and they get in your socks. Oh. Nobody likes them. They really hurt your toes when you walk. Nobody likes them. Nobody likes them. Maybe they're magical. Maybe they're evil. Maybe they're sent here from your mom. (laughs) Maybe they are friends that you went to high school with, but you can't remember them because you ditched them at prom. Yes, because it rhymes. Little spiky things in your socks. Nobody likes them. Nobody likes them. Little spiky things inside your socks. Nobody likes them. Nobody likes them. I hope you don't find any spiky things in your socks. But next time you do, I ask you, please 
never ever invite them to your prom. I mean, I have nothing to say about that. <laughs>